0: Hello, humans. Hello, humans. <coughs> it's Wednesday, April 26th. It's about um, 11 in the, in the morning. Heading back to the coast now. Uh, didn't do a talk on the way in. Circumstances didn't allow it. Now I'm stuck in uh, traffic here as they're working on one of the bridges. Uh, the town I'm in is cut in all of these. There's like, well, let's see, three... Three or four rivers that go through the place. And so we got bridges all to hell and gone, and they're constantly in need of maintenance because of the saltwater environment, rusting everything, and these are electrically operated. Uh, big, big bridges, uh, you know, because we got all kinds of boat traffic, so they have to lift up or swivel or something to let the boats go through. Got a bunch of different kinds here. Uh, a couple of the train bridge things that swivel off of a central point in the middle of the river. So anyway, kinda interesting. A decent day here, chemtrails, but I think that those will fade in a little while, and we're getting some sun through this. What's interesting at the moment is the the photons. Um, So, turns out that some 70% of the photons that strike your torso uh, stay with you. Uh, so you actually absorb the energy and it uh, the solar energy and it it uh, gets uh, converted into your body by the process of being absorbed. You make vitamin D uh, raises melatonin if you don't have seed oils. Okay, so if you eat a lot of seed oils, if you eat a lot of canola oil Uh, which is rapeseed oil, which is a poison, and then they uh, bubble hydrogen through it and tell you that it's digestible. But if you eat a lot of seed oils, um, canola oil, uh, even olive oil, uh, avocado, corn, soy, especially soy oil, and corn, uh, because there's a lot of GMO involved in there, uh, these oils will... um, Hinder. They may not stop it, but they slow down and hinder your ability to tan. They don't. They actually suppress um, the melatonin in the skin, and uh, so so it doesn't uh, uh, rise up. And you um, uh, you you basically don't end up tanning. You end up burning. And it's because of the nature of what happens to these oils when they're used, uh, in cooking. So as far as I'm concerned, it's okay to eat olive oil as long as it hasn't been heated. And you'll note that they always say cold pressed olive oil, right? Well, um, all of these oils, you should never, ever, ever be heated and consumed. Now I'd never would eat soy oil or corn and certainly not canola oil or rapeseed oil, um, uh, but uh, olive oil wouldn't be too bad if it wasn't uh, wasn't heated up, right? If it's cold, the the issue is that um, for the melatonin suppression and for the weight gain that you get from eating the seed oils, uh, seed oils also um, uh, lower the. Um, prostaglandins in the body. They lower your testosterone. So seed oils are actually the proximate cause, in my opinion, for the 50% drop in um, uh, sperm production over these past two generations, right, since the baby boomers. So measured against the fi- kids in the 50s, kids, uh, male children now have half the motility and half the sperm production uh, that we used to see in the 1950s. And um, in my opinion, it's the seed oils. And what happens is, uh, especially for gaining weight, and that you can never, ever shed, or you can you can shed it, but you've got to change your whole uh, metabolism in order to do it. Uh, so you cannot do it by exercise, right? Um, so if you eat a lot of seed oils, you will gain weight. If you eat a lot of seed oils that are... Um, Heated up, and you're female, you will gain weight that will be extremely difficult to get rid of, and you'll never get rid of it by exercising. You can stretch, run, ride bikes, or whatever, and it just won't happen. The reason is this when these seed oils are heated up, um, the they uh, a certain portion of them, not a hundred percent, unless you're deep frying, and then almost all of it will do this, but if you're heating up, um, uh, you know, olive oil or avocado oil or corn or, or soy, and you're cooking in it, um, those oils that have been heated up beyond a certain temperature, that those particular molecules, that little bit of it, uh, will turn into a fatty acid. The reason that this is a, a bad thing is that the... Um, It's actually a trans fatty acid, okay? I hate using trans anymore just because the the gender people have fucked the word over. But it's a fatty acid. And the thing is that that fatty acid, no matter what the seed oil, it's worse with corn, it's worse with soy... Um, Nearly as bad as soy is the rapeseed or canola oil. And then from there on, there's a big gap down. And olive oil is not as bad as all the other oils. And avocado oil is not as bad as all the other oils as well. But the fatty acids are very close in uh, chemical constituency to amino acids. And so your body thinks it's getting... A, uh, a usable amino acid. And the problem is that there is a, a double linkage, a double bond in that uh, chemical arrangement that is put in there uh, by the fact that it's been heated up and turned into this fatty acid. So we oils are not fats, okay? Fats have an entirely different structure than an oil. And oil is similar And we can use them for certain things, and our body can uptake the oils, but it is not a fat. Um, And so there will always be some level of uh, body disharmony trying to digest oils, no matter what the kind of oil. But if you heat that oil, it turns some portion of it into a fatty acid. This fatty acid is much more readily absorbed uh, by the body than the oil itself. Because the fatty acid is, uh, or the oil is broken down into a, um, a shorter chain molecules than exist in the oil. And they're converted over to a fatty acid, which the body thinks is an amino acid. And so it just sucks it right up. The problem is when it puts it into your tissues, when it builds fat with the fatty acids, it builds that fat in your body in a way that is very difficult to get the fat to release. Now, so you have to understand what's the point of having fat in the body, right? And it's your energy bank. It's your physical energy bank in the sense of the physical energy that you need to keep your body going. Um, and you store in the form of fat you store uh, sugars, carbs and some small level of of protein okay, so um, the protein helps bind the fat to the body and all this other stuff but basically you're storing uh, uh, energy so that if you don't have food and you've got to still keep walking and and going to look for food you will have some energy to do this you won't just suddenly run out Um, but The problem is, uh, with the fatty acids, that they go into these, um, I don't know what they call them, they're they're three, uh, so it's a a trivalent, or or, um, a tripartate, okay, so there's not three valences, but there's three parts to each of these little fat molecules, each of these little fat clumps, and uh, the fatty acids go into the fat clumps for storage, but they are not fat. Okay, they're a fatty, um, quasi-protein. And so your body will will find itself in a situation where it needs to get some energy because you haven't had food for a while, you know, something like that. You've gone past lunch, and you need to get some energy to get through the rest of the day. It will go and look at your your fat stores, and it will start uh, uh, employing some of those fats, turning them back into glycogen, running them through the liver, in order to give you uh, energy, right? As though they were a carb. And, uh, you know, or as though they were a real fat. Now, it can't do this effectively to fats that are stored from the fatty acids. (coughs) And what it actually ends up doing is you'll have, you know, X number of um, uh, fat cells or fat, um, they're little tubules. At the end of them is the fat cell. Uh, I can't think of what the name of the tubule is now. But you'll have X number of these, right, throughout your body. You're born with them, and that's all you're ever going to get. Uh, you make new cells, etc., and they grow. But proportionally, you have a certain number of fat cells, and, and you're, you're born with them. Uh, but if... You take up a lot of these fatty acids in the form of uh, heated up oils. They go into the fat cells. But when your body comes to find fat to release the sugar and, and you know, give it to the, the liver to get the sugar out of it and get you some energy, get you moving, it will avoid the fatty acids. Because there is a chemical constituent to it that says this particular clump of fat is difficult to um uh, process and get to release um, the glycogen, uh, and this is why we end up with all of these um, real problems from the the kind of obesity that we get from these fatty acids. Okay, because so much of your fat cells won't release glycogen, and you just keep packing in the fatty acids, and it ultimately the body will come back and put more fatty acids into each and every one of those those. Um, uh, uh little fat clusters that you've got again i'm sorry i can't remember the name of them there's these three giant fat cells that can swell up and become um individually can become up a um like a, a fat sponge or a repository anyway though um these if they get a fatty acid in them uh it will effectively remove that particular uh um, starts with a b i'm just just uh, having a senior moment on it. Um, it'll have a um, uh, an avoidance thing for that particular clump of fat. It'll go on to another one. And so ultimately, if all of your fat cells uh, get um, polluted with fatty acids, you get to the point where your body starts malfunctioning in a serious way because you don't have the ability to retrieve any of the glycogen. Your body is like... Um, Maximally pumped up with uh, fat clusters that are doing you no good and you're just lugging them around and it actually ends up taking you more energy to move uh, the body um, than you're actually able to consume at that point and you'll get this kind of weird degradation. And so you'll see people that are, are very grossly obese that have um, sort of like a stiffness to, the, to their cells. They, it's not like real fat. It's very um, like pressured, right? And so these people are on that track to have these very bad outcomes. This is what leads to the heart disease uh, because you get fat cells um, around the heart that are filled with these fatty acids and the heart becomes, um, oh, all of your muscles even uh, become somewhat inflexible. They don't have the the stretch and the the spring. And if we get into it, there's this thing called a spindle within each of the um, muscle cells that reacts to your stretching and contracting. And if you get a uh, more crud going on here, cops, I guess if you get a, um, Uh, a situation here where uh, your fat cells are all jammed up with this stuff uh, with the fatty acids then the spindle within the associated um, muscles won't release and so you could and see it releases on stretching and so you stretch that muscle and the spindle releases and it releases toxins uh, and it releases a, it starts a process that aids your body in sweeping the cells for toxins. Uh, getting back to the photons. That's what the energy does. It helps your body get rid of the toxins out of the individual cells when you go out and tan. So in my opinion, tanning is a necessity. It's not vanity. It's not even vitamin D production. It's the whole complex, the whole um, plethora of benefits that you get from it. Because tanning with the um, And the absorption of uh, photons resets all the spindles in your muscles. You're going out and tan, sit and and get direct sun for 15, 20 minutes, and then you, you feel the muscles. They will feel differently, and it's because those spindles have been, like, recharged with a photon, ready to release that photon if you stretch and move the muscle and start the detoxing process. Because bear in mind, every time you use your muscles, you build up... Toxins, carbon dioxide, you know, carbon monoxide, even all different kinds of stuff that you got to get rid of at a cellular level. Anyway, getting back to the fatty acids here. So, um, so you'll see people that have uh, heavy seed oil diets have a particular body type, and you can even predict, even on these young people, uh, you know, how many years they're going to have before they reach one of these uh, terrible um, crises events. Uh, that flips them over into diabetes, or flips them over into a heart attack, or something like this, right? But you can you can actually cl- clear all of this stuff. Uh, don't have to have surgery. Lose any amount of weight, and all of this kind of stuff that you want. And it is, um, it's not the horror of going on out and trying to exercise away uh, fatty acid clusters in your fat. Clusters, okay, because you never exercise those away. You, you first off, you can't get the the spindle and the muscle and the associated muscles near that that uh, fat area to release because of the nature of the fatty acids and what's going on. Also, by the way, fatty acids when they're put into your body, they suck up a certain amount of energy that you'll never recover uh, in storing those uh, fatty acids in there. So uh, it's sort of a, a double loss, so to speak, right? Because you actually lose energy storing them. Anyway though, so um, the spindle won't release in the muscles, you can't get the detox effect going, and so uh, you end up with all of these different kinds of problems. But, all right, so now it's gonna sound stupid, uh, but the uh, solution to this, the solution to, um, especially if you're female, Okay, so if you're female and you're carrying uh, extra weight because your diet had been heavy in seed oils and you're you're packing around that particular kind of um, dense, um, uh, heavy fat, you can get rid of it, but you have to change your diet. All right. And so some people find this extremely difficult. Uh, to do the diet change. Other people find that, oh, well, this is easy. As long as I don't have to go on out and try and, you know, run 10 miles a day or something to try and get rid of this, uh, they're willing to do uh, stuff that will uh, change their um, their body. Uh, but they're exercise avoiders, right? That kind of thing. Now, this is probably good if you're extremely obese because you've probably accumulated some of the Uh, onset side effects of that obesity caused by these fatty acids. And what you do is this. All right. So sorry about that. (laughs) What you do is this, you just don't eat any seed oils, right? And so that forces you into a change. That means if you're going to cook anything, if you're going to fry anything, um, you got to use clarified butter uh, or bacon fat, you know, some real fat and not an oil. And uh, it sounds stupid, but if you were to start consuming actual fats instead of oils, then your body's going to go through a reasonably fast transformation. So let me see if I can describe what goes on there. Okay, so you decide today uh, that you're not going to eat any more seed oils and you're going to get out of this... um, uh, fatty acid addiction it is an addiction because your body gets used to storing it it's it thinks you're okay so the fatty acids once they start getting stored in the fat clusters set up a complex reaction in co- and a complicated reaction in your body uh, whereby your body thinks it's actually facing starvation and so it because it's because of the process and because these these little tiny components within the fat cells get triggered, it thinks you're in a, a zombie apocalypse kind of situation and you need to store all the energy you possibly can because um, of our situation here, right? And so... Um, it it starts an addictive process. So you actually end up craving those foods and um, the oils that they're cooked in. So this can be a rather disconcerting kind of a uh, switch for some people, right? To throw out all the seed oils in their house and uh, convert over to clarified butter, uh, you know, lard, bacon fat, um, uh, rendered beef fat, uh, any of these different kinds of actual fats. Uh, Now, what happens is that the body getting actual fats uses an entirely different process in dealing with those. It can process them through the liver. They don't cause the fatty liver. That's one of the problems of of too many fatty acids is that you're going to degrade your liver and your spleen and your pancreas. And those will cause um, further degradation in the body uh, that you'll see in everything from, you know... uh, your the diabetes to you know even blindness right fatty acids can cause um optical neuritis uh at a certain point you start going blind from eating these things uh, you got a lot got to go a long way on that or consume a lot of them but you know i know some people that just basically live on deep fried chicken uh that's cooked in soy oil and these guys are going really fast so um i met a man who was 30 he's just turning 30 so he's 29 and he'll be turning 30 in like a, a month or so and he's got at age 30 he's got all of the signs of uh, heavy seed oil abuse um, totally bald he's got um, uh, starting to show up with uh, the packed fat around all of his body he's slow moving he's got arthritis he's a uh, you know pre-diabetic all of these things And, you know, we had a friend of mine ask me to go and talk to him. I talked to him. I don't know if it'll do any good. We'll see if he actually changes. But he understands what what the whole concept is and how he got there, how he got to this particular stage now. Um, I drew him little pictures and stuff so he'd really get it. Anyway, though, so here's the thing. If you uh, convert over to just cooking with fats, your body will start changing that very day. Okay. And you'll think you're going to be consuming a lot of calories and you're going to consume a lot more uh, calories in the form of fat. And this would, what you've been told by the lying fucking mainstream media and all of your information sources all your life is don't eat fat, go low fat, all of this. that's the wrong way. You need to have, in my opinion, everybody should have. Uh, 45% of their diet be protein, 45% of their diet be fat, and 10% be carbs. And uh, you won't gain weight. You'll have energy, and uh, you know all of that kind of stuff, right? So you um, you start cooking with the uh, real fats, and your body starts processing through the liver. Liver says, ah, finally, something I can actually do something with. Because the fatty acid chain molecules, it can only pass through and hopefully get them the fuck out of the liver. If you don't, you end up with a bad situation with a poisoned liver. Depending on the oils, it can happen in as little as five years that you have liver damage from too much seed oil consumption. Um... And the doctors don't understand this. They're given exactly, um, I think the one guy told me that he had an exceptional education. This one doctor I, I was talking to and his exceptional education included a total of 16 hours on nutrition. Out of the thousands of school hours he had, he did 16 on nutrition. So like, holy crud, no wonder we, we have these situations, you know, the, the doctors do not understand anything. Anyway, so you consume the fat, you start cooking with a clarified butter, whatever, that morning. You have eggs, you have bacon, you have toast, and you put lots of real butter on it. You know, no margarine, no oils in any form. Not even those that have had hydrogen bubbled through them where they claim that it's digestible because it is not hydrogenation of oils that's what they do to the rapeseed oil rapeseed is uh, poisonous they bubble hydrogen through it they call it canola oil because they make it up in canada and they claim that you can digest it and the fact of the matter is you can't but it won't kill you right off the way the rapeseed oil will will so they've been able to get it labeled as a food so anyway um your liver responds to the fats and it actually starts breaking from that very first day, that very first meal that has no seed oils in it. You start breaking uh, the body addiction to the seed oil as well as starting the uh, process that will actually end up clearing them out. So um, when you, uh, when you've gone a couple of days, you might uh, on this new diet you might notice that there is a um, uh, a change in your digestion, okay? And you will find that your digestion might not be very pleasant, even if you uh, if this is the only change, and you think that something is uh, is going on a negative level. But what's actually happening is that you're starting this detox process. Now, the detox process. Has to come out in the feces, right? So the the fatty acids you can you'll end up peeing out a little bit of them. You'll your body will convert a little tiny bit of it into uh, carbon dioxide for and you'll respirate it out. But the vast majority of it will come out through the bowel. Now this is good for the bowel because the bowel will shed all of the um, impacted um, seed oils. Uh, the fatty acids that are lining it. And so all the whole process starts and you start becoming more flexible and less stuffed, less uh, pressurized. Um, and so, so the eating of the real fats and cooking with that from that very first meal on, as long as you don't revert, as long as you don't have any seed oil at all, uh, this process will continue. As soon as you start having seed oils again, you can flip your body back into that that nasty state. So you have to avoid this stuff, right? So you can't have even one little bit. This is like um, being a Coke addict. It's like being a cigarette addict, a nicotine addict, that kind of thing, right? One little bit sets you back onto that trail, and you're back in a dealing with the addicted state as long as you stay clean and don't have any seed oil in any form and so maybe you got a real problem right maybe you can't go out to lunch with people maybe you can't go to any restaurants because all they ever use is seed oils and so maybe you got to live this way for a year (coughs) we've got a uh, this woman that's a friend of mine okay and I know her through my daily trips into town and she's like four months into this process Um, so four months ago, uh, she weighed over 360 pounds. She's still working. She's walking around. You know, I, I find it very difficult. She's, uh, just to watch her because she's degrading her, um, uh, knee joints and stuff being that, that heavy. Right. Uh, and she's only in her late twenties. So she's like 28 anyway, though. So she started this. So four months ago, I mean, just, it was, it was right after the first of the year. It was a, um, uh, she was talking about it when I went in one day and, uh, this was right a um uh, New Year's, uh, resolutions. And I told her, well, if you want to do it, here's how you do it. Right. And so it's been a big, it was a big problem for her for the first month because she had everything was seed oils and you got to watch out for it. So like she used to do, um, this baked fried chicken with Bisquick and you can't use Bisquick cause it's got oils in it and you can't eat, you know, this cause it's got oil in it. You can't eat, you know, cornflakes because it's got corn oil and you know, uh, uh, soybean oil in it, this kind of thing. So she's ended up over that first month, mainly spending her time getting uh, herself and her family, uh, throwing out all of the seed oil connected stuff and then, uh, going into, um, You know, this uh, 45-45-10 diet. And it's worked for her. So she was... uh, Well, she's right now 330 pounds, okay? And she is fucking ecstatic. She's, in fact, going to go uh, to Vegas as a, um, in like a week as a vacation and a, uh, sort of a, uh, reward for getting this far. Right. Uh, and she's watching it. She didn't eat any seed oils. Uh, you know, she's, uh, she's going to have a, have a drinker and stuff, but you can have alcohol. You can do this kind of stuff. It, it, what you have to do is avoid the damn fatty acids anyway. So she's lost more weight in these past four months than she has in her entire life. And she's been fat since she was a kid. And so she's just like, she's not jumping up and down dancing because she still has uh, 330 pounds to to move around. But she's got more energy. She's uh, got a new lease on life. um, uh, She's got two kids that are extremely proud of her, you know, and things are going good. And all she did, now it has a cascade because she had to throw out all this food. So there was that economic loss. And then she had to convert over to other foods. But she's discovered that buying denser foods and spending her money on real fats as opposed to oils uh she buys uh less in quantity uh, because you know it's it's you buy a steak it's much more dense than you know um uh the chicken nugget kind of stuff right and so but she's buying less in quantity they can all of them are consuming less her kids have lost weight um and um Everybody's doing good, right? Uh, She's using less material in cooking. They're eating less. They're storing less food. There was this economic hit to convert over to the more expensive food sources. But now that she's got her base there of um, uh, food stored and this kind of thing, uh, it's actually costing her less on a um, per week basis for her food budget than when she was all uh oiled up so to speak right and so anyway um we're getting her into um she she thinks it's really stupid uh because of how she looks and that kind of stuff right but she got a little area in. Her, we're, we're just now getting into the good weather here She's got a little area in her backyard um that's a screen uh and so she's gonna start doing uh you know nude sunbathing and the reason to do the nude sunbathing, especially with the seed oils, now that she's not consuming them, even though she's got them in her body, and even though because she has them in the body, they're going to restrict the amount of melatonin um, and that kind of stuff. The reason to do the full body tanning is to get that extra energy that helps that whole process of detoxing and will help move out those fatty acids. Um I'm at my house here, and I gotta unload a bunch of stuff and and get moving. Um, anyway, though, so she's gonna start going on out and doing, uh, getting her torso uh, involved. Now you have to understand that this process of the absorption of the photons is not the same on your limbs. All right, and so the tanning process in your uh, uh, from the shoulders down and from the hips down. In your extremities is slightly different than what you get in the torso. And, uh, your body in the torso is where you absorb and retain the uh, photons and the energy that's come on in, which, as I say, will significantly, it'll give you more energy, reduce inflammation, uh, make your cells, uh, more plump with all the good stuff and yada, 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 repair the mitochondria. And it's all good stuff to do tanning. Um, and it does that detoxing process. You can't do the detox process without the energy. And so you can consume as much detox material as you want and get it into your gut, but it is not going to do anything at all for you if you do, your body doesn't have the photons and the other energetics to get the process started. And if the weather's bad, you can get these photons with those little uh red light LED things that you stand in front of. Um, so there's lots of ways to, to do this. Anyway, like I say, she's, she's really thrilled. Um, you know, she's actually, uh, starting to see it's vague. I didn't recognize it, but you know, she does. That she's getting some, um, uh, level of, uh, you know, um, uh, body definition back, right. As these, uh, um, uh, fatty acid clumps within the fat cell clusters are removed from the body. Now, here's the thing. Um, It will slightly uh, aid you to have material in your gut that can help move the fatty acids once you begin this process. So, I don't recommend it. Some, Some people do have good results after they've started this, right? So, they switch over to 100% cooking by fat. And then they start seeing the process in the sense that they start having, you know, oily stools, this kind of thing, right? A different level of digestion is occurring and something has obviously occurred. Now, uh, for my friend here, the, the woman, it took her about a week. So she had like a week in which she was starting to get into cooking with the real fats and then getting rid of the oils. And then about a week after that, when she was 100% on cooking with the fats, she had the process where she started shedding the toxins. And she noticed it, you know, uh actually uh, sent me email about it, was somewhat concerned. I'd warned her about it. Then I reminded her of what I'd warned her about. She says, aha, this is what's going on. Now, she has had some good luck in taking these um uh, basically, it's activated charcoal, uh, toxin buster uh, capsules every so often, right? Because it will absorb a lot of fat and, and a lot of oils and, um, uh, and help you get rid of them. But don't take that stuff unless you've already triggered this process because it'll just, uh, you know, destroy your digestion even further and you won't, won't gain from it. Um, if you're, if you're going to do this now, like I say, you got to be a hundred percent on this, right? Once you start this process of using only real fats and getting out of the oils, if you go off and you have a, you know, uh, you're at a, a street fair or something, you have some street food and they cook with the fatty, uh, cook with the oils and you get fatty acids in there, you'll notice it. It'll, it'll set you back and maybe a whole week before you get back to, uh, the weight loss and that particular feeling that you get from, uh, then the more energy, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but as I say, it's a relatively simple change to do, and you don't have to exercise, right? Exercise is not going to aid you in removing these fatty acid, acid clumps from within your fat. And in, in also, factually, mostly exercise does not aid you in removing fat anyway. It sort of gets the body to, the goal is to kind of like get the body to squeeze the energy out of the fat cell. And so the fat cell is diminished. Um uh, But mainly people don't exercise to that level in any event. So, uh so um like I say, this friend of mine over here, and, you know, she's 330 pounds. It's not even like she's going to be able to exercise. And this is why she's failed repeatedly. Even when she was a kid, she was like fat at, at seven or eight years old and was too fat for... um doing gym in school, that kind of thing, right? So she had this uh, complex build up on her over time. And, and you know, she was quite thrilled when I told her this. I told her it cost her money, but it wasn't going to cost her in the form of exercise or torn muscles or any of this kind of stuff. And she didn't have to have surgery. This is what she was actually looking at, right? Because she'd had a doctor. The doctor told her, you're pre-diabetic. You're going to be in a real world of hurt. Let's go on in and get you to a surgeon and slice out huge uh, amounts of fat and that's not a good approach either guys nor is stapling the stomach or any of that if you if you staple the stomach all you're going to do is consume less seed oils but you're still going to be in that particular state of flipping the seed oil uh, fatty acid into the fat clusters it won't stop the process it won't put you back to this uh natural state that you should be in anyway so um Take care, you know. Watch out for soil and all of that kind of stuff. The reason we have that, by the way, the reason the so the seed oils were brought in in the nineteen fifties, uh, was because the degradation of the money. I kid you not. Uh, the fact that the dollar started seriously degrading in the fifties, and we had this major um, recession in the fifties from from fifty five through fifty nine here in the U S. That started the process of looking for uh, cheaper everything because the dollar was reaching uh into its final phases, which actually ended in 1971, right? They took us off gold and silver in the sixties. And then in, in the 71, we crashed and then we started converted to a whole new system, which was the petrodollar. So it was the death of the dollar uh, based on silver and gold in the, in the fifties. And it was only based, it wasn't converted. Um, but it was the death of that dollar that caused everybody to have to convert over to seed oils because they were so much cheaper uh, for the whole process of cooking, yada, yada, yada. Anyway, so uh, it's all interconnected and we're all changing and the whole world is changing. So, hey, might as well change now and and uh, get yourself healthy along the way. All right. Talk to you guys later.